movies like jobs and social network can have a negative impact on a 20 year old but i get that the point of the movie is to actually inspire all of them but does it really even i went through a phase where watching these movies made me even more anxious what am i even doing in life even i want to be the youngest millionaire or an industry leader the world patronizes but i feel these movies show the rosy side and somehow even the struggles shown are brushed away because you know that it's all going to be great in the end steve jobs is going to return to apple after being fired and zuckerberg will become the youngest millionaire on the face of earth it's so difficult to embrace the hardships and insults while building a company because unlike a movie we don't know where it will lead us will you be glorified or will you just become another startup that was wiped out after 10 months the book i'm going to be paraphrasing is written by a 23 year old engineer who wanted to get into the business of theater and performing arts he stormed the market in 2010 and his face and brand became the pride of chennai I've read a couple of newspaper articles featured around the time and remember feeling insanely jealous of this guy. To have your own company when you're 25 was the self-validating Oscar award at that time. Well, at least for me. Meet Karthik Kumar, now known as Avam Karthik. It's an amazing feeling to be known by what you've created. No one knows his initials, but his brand grew so big that it preceded his name. And the book that I'm referring is Do Startup by Avam Karthik. So he started his journey when he was 25. Karthik was a typical middle-class engineer with an MBA degree as a safe net, typical right? But his goals were anything but ordinary. The story begins in 2003 while he was working on his thesis for his MBA, and the subject was viability of a theater or a drama-based business. Funnily, after documenting interviews from several artists and filmmakers across the country, the thesis ended with a firm no. it's impossible to sustain a successful business in theater and performing arts because during those times theater was only seen as a hobby and never as a career option but pairing an interest with money gives worth to an immortal golden goose it was so tempting that karthik anyway decided to go for it he started his business 2 years after graduating very well knowing that this business was bound to fail that was how avam was born From a distance, Avam won all brownie points for a cool startup, and so he was never short of a good team. Startup culture was churning attention during those times, and being part of a theater business sounds so much better than being a system engineer, right? That's what he thought. But looks like the team swirled down to a scattered few when the startup shine wore off. I'm going to quote this amazing example from the book. Imagine Bruce Wayne wanting to become a Batman. Did he want to become one so that he could wear a bat suit and have a batmobile or run an underground empire or he wanted to become one even though he knew the thousand hours of work that goes behind to keep a city safe I felt there's a perfect analogy to self-inquiry or motives because by the end of the day we are battling the good and dark side within us the decision that finally surfaces would have fought through so many voices that goes on inside our head but it's important to allow the voices to speak out self enquiry is extremely uncomfortable because it makes us listen to things we don't want to he ends the chapter with a question that can make any reader close down the book how much of your need to be an entrepreneur is actually a need to just feel important karthik toiled for 2 years as sales and marketing rep 
just to earn the seed capital he needed for Raven. If your answer to the question has an undefinable X factor along with the need to be important, I think you have it in you to become one. I feel anyone can go back to being a Bruce Wayne if things don't go your way. But being a Batman is a lot harder as no one sees the wounds and scars, only the bat signal in the sky. Half the time we end up doing things which in retrospect might be absurd. Like many of us might be fighting the urge to start something just to be part of something that's much bigger than us. It's great to be known as a young entrepreneur. It will definitely raise eyebrows in a party when you're being introduced to someone. But Karthik pops the bubble in a wink of an eye. He straightens up his sleeves and calls what's what in business reality. And I'm going to talk about three interesting elements from this book. One part which is so important that no one addresses is the time factor. Everyone wants to be busy. Everyone wants to be a hustler who does nothing but work and has no time for personal space but still ends up having 100 friends. When Abram started, all he had in abundance was time. And it's definitely uncomfortable to have so much free time. Imagine being free when all your friends are on a one-on-one meeting with their desktop for 9 hours. What will justify you being free? Having no purpose can drive someone insane but that's the paradox. When you start something, there is definitely a purpose. Just that for the first time in your life, you don't have anyone telling you what you should be doing. You are left alone to decide. You are truly free to do what you want. And that's why the author says, being busy is in no way related to your self-worth. And being busy is not always good for business. One of my all-time favorite quotes, be the change you want to see. This quote has the superpower of shutting down all other phony motivational quotes. And they're so important in business too. As philosophical as this may sound, somewhere we are trying to fulfill our inner calling no matter what we do. Whether we go to Himalayas or become a writer or a software engineer or a lawyer, this should be the foundation, the holy grail behind what we should do in life. And the best way to measure whether we are answering this inner calling is a good night's sleep. If you are able to answer the man in the mirror, eye to eye with all difficult questions, we don't need anyone else's validation. This is the best chapter in the book and I don't want to reveal much of it for those who want to read but I'm just going to graze it a bit. To see a startup grow to a brand, fall from its grace and to see them pick themselves up but resolve to a corner podium over a center stage was inspiring, magical and kick-ass. The brand that had seen elaborate and expensive theatre productions was reduced to a state of just one spotlight. And suddenly, Avam no longer did theatre plays and they became the sanctum sanctorum of South Indian comics. While they laid flat on the ground, broken and unconscious, they lifted one finger in protest and they gave birth to Avam Tamasha, the biggest South Indian brand for stand-up comedies. If you haven't heard of them, Check out the links I've added in the description. If you have already seen their video, share this episode with a friend who equally loves their stand-up acts. If you liked what you heard or if you have a book recommend, feel free to write to me. I've added my email address in the bio. Vyasa Speaking is also available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts and Spotify.